Hey everyone, this is Litzy and Angie of Collective Shades, and you're listening to Girls We Know. On Family FM, recording inside Canal Street Radio. Welcome, welcome. Episode 8, guys. Just us. We out here. Just the two of us. (laughs) (laughs) Cue the music. I know. (laughs) Okay, so today you just have us today. Rambling about some things. That we need to get off our chest. Yes. No, all positive. <laughs> but we do have a little fun thing. That we we want to throw some shade at the end just a little. Yeah, yeah. Should we do it at the end or just start off with the shade? I guess we could start off with it. Yeah. And then we're going we're gonna to end positive. Yeah. Because this is Good. not really, like, positive. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so I'm sure this is the buzz that everyone's been talking about yes. with Jordan. Um Chloe. In the, in the car, just the Kardashians. Yeah, just them in general. All of the Ks. <laughs> Did you see, you didn't see, you said you didn't see the Red Table Talk. I didn't see the Red Table Talk, but I saw like a clip of it where she was saying that she, um, I think she thought that she was like, she shouldn't have gone to the house yeah. or something. So like long story short, she was saying um, she was out that night and she was with like a bunch of friends and she was like, you know, in LA culture or whatever. When you're at a bar, you know, typically people go back to, um, like, a house party after because things close early in L.A. Yeah. Um, so she said that they ended up uh, going, her friend suggested that they go to, like, this house party, which ended up being Tristan's house. And she said at first she didn't think that there was, like, an issue with it because it was more so like, oh, you know, like, that's a friendly face, which I totally, I get it. Mm-hmm. But then she said she was there when she was just explaining, like, how she got drunk and everybody else was drunk and how... Um, she was like, she was sitting on his armchair. Okay. And she had her legs over his. Mm. Right. And she spent the night. Um, she said like they didn't do anything, but she was also saying that she wasn't the only one that spent the night. Like it was so many people in the house that like people just kind of like crashed there. Okay. And she said like in the morning she was getting ready to leave and he kissed her. Like in the morning he kissed her. Yeah. When she was like, she was like, Hey, like I'm, I'm just going to leave. And um, she was saying that when she went, she told Kylie and Chloe about that night, but she didn't mention at first that she had stayed the night and she didn't say anything about the kiss. And then it ended up hitting the internet. Mm. How did it hit the internet? Th- was there a picture? Someone leaked or it. Someone leaked, someone leaked it? the story, yeah. Um, I hate to say, I don't, I don't, I just, what she did was stupid yeah. and I will say like in the red table talk she did own up to it and she mm-hmm. was just like listen like I'm not looking for sympathy I'm not looking for anybody to feel bad for me she was basically just saying that she wanted to break her silence because of death threats that she was getting um, she was like her 12 year old sister can't go to school her brother can't go to work her mom can't even leave the house to go to the grocery store that's because the Kardashian like little clan they're crazy right and I think what like I where I felt bad for her um, Cause you know, like her dad died two years ago. Yeah. He died in that. Um, it was like a motorcycle accident, if mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken. And she was saying that she was even getting message like, "Your dad deserved to die." <gasps> People are fucking sick. Like because of that. But I'm because like, of that, it was a stupid kiss. But I'm like, let's pull up the receipts. Yeah, I mean, I have so many feelings. Not really many feelings, because <laughs> I don't really care about them. But it's fun to talk about it. Right. Um. When she said that it was a familiar face or a friendly face and, you know, she didn't feel like she was doing something wrong by going to the house. I can slightly agree to that, but also not really because it's like this is your best friend's sister's 
baby's father. Yeah. Where are you? Like, why are you going to this man's house? Right. Especially if Kylie's not there, if Chloe's not there. Right. Like, I, like, that's just so weird to me. That would be like, I don't know. That would be like if um. Travis Scott had a party and Courtney went. That's true. Alone, or Chloe's best friend went alone to Travis yeah. Scott's house for a party. I mean, that's just weird to me that she would just go there. And um, I did agree, cause she was like crying and like I, I thought like what she did was stupid. So I, like yeah, I don't, I don't feel bad in that aspect, cause she know she knows what she did and she said that. Yeah. But what I did agree with what she said is I don't think she deserved to be dragged. No, absolutely not. The way not. that she is getting dragged, especially death threats. And saying that her dad deserved... People are sick. Right. Like, get the fuck over yourself. And And get over these Kardashians. They don't give a fuck about you. Right. And, like, I, I, like, hate to say it, but it's, like, I feel like this is sometimes when, like, race plays a part in things because no, no one said anything when... You know, Justine Skye and Kylie, they were like, they were close. Okay, yeah. Justine Skye was dating Travis Scott. Oh, she was? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Now, here goes Kylie, had a baby by him. And yeah. you're in a full-blown relationship with him. Mm. Yeah. Chloe, she actually yes. did it twice, to my knowledge, with French Montana when he was with Trina. Yes. And then Tristan's first baby mother, she was six months pregnant. Yes. Chloe st- so it's like... Yeah, it's really bad to say that this is your karma, but it's like it's really hard for me to feel bad. And I don't agree with the way like they're treating Jordan. I get I do get because she was so close to the family, but it's like shit. If anything, she learned from y'all. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I do. I don't really feel bad for Jordan. I just feel bad for the way she's being treated. Yeah, I agree. Um, But yeah, with Chloe, like. And especially her tweet was like, by the way, you are the reason why my family broke up. Please <laughs> right. stop. Like, cry me a fucking river. Pity party. Uh. <laughs> like, I don't like. No. Right. The way you're, the reason why your family broke up is because he's cheating on you. Right. With multiple women. Have you seen the? Ha- oh, my God. This so the dumb. fucking hashtag. Get over yourself. Um, Fuck. What is it? Uh, Free Tristan Thompson. No. Like has me in tears because it's really it's honestly it's true. Like all of the times that he's been caught treating, treating cheating <laughs> um he like she never like lets him go like it's always the girl's fault on why he yeah, cheated <laughs> there was like this tweet it sounds so bad um it was it was a picture of tristan and he was writing um lamar and he was like yo how much do i have to overdose <laughs> oh my god that's so fucked up <laughs> for yo, her to leave me <laughs> the internet is ruthless they always win <laughs> But it's it's so true, though. And then she put out, like, that other tweet where she was just like, you know, um, Tristan apologized to me in private. I don't give a fuck if he apologized to you in public. These women. On you. Like, he literally does not give a fuck about you. They're going to get back together. She's going to forgive him. Like, come on. Right. And the thing, Tristan is young. Yeah. He is, I th- what, if I'm not mistaken, he's worth, like, $80 million. Like He's going to do whatever he wants to do. think he's trying to settle do. down right now? Right. He's not. No. He's living his life And he's in a LA. ball player. Exactly. Like, sad to say, but it's true. He's a ball player. He can get anybody he wants. Right. He's roaming around. You know, women are throwing themselves out at him. And he's taking it. Yeah. Like, he's he's feeding into the bait. Yeah. She's like, dumb. Right. But she's been dumb. Right. But And, and I, someone also posted, I didn't even think about it, like, look at Chloe's relationship with Scott. That's, like, yeah. really bad. That's, like, it's very so weird It's so weird me. because they're always, like, cuddling and... 
holding hands right. and like hanging out together. That's a f- weird. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like Scott's just been in the picture for so long that he's just family at this point, which I, I think know. he is. But it is a little weird, like the way they kind of interact with each other. Because there was like even a picture. It was like they took a selfie and he was just in a towel. I'm like, mm. yeah, that's weird. Because I would I never. Have to be Chloe yeah, Bass. like, <laughs> like uh, I don't care. Like if like let's say my sister was dating someone since they since she and they known each other since they were little kids and I've known him since right. he was in diapers or whatever that would never that I would never have that like, like type of relationship yeah I, like I just, think that that's going too far yeah they're right. weird but they're they're just weird all of them all of Every them single. I think the only one that really hasn't been in a scandal is Courtney yeah but she's At dating like Luca <laughs> right. like 19 year old like Courtney come on exactly like stop it <laughs> When having too much money is a fucking problem. Uh, you're bored. Right. That's I exactly wish I had those problems. <laughs> <laughs> I had that so much money that I'm bored. <laughs> right. I guess, let me just go date like a minor. Yeah. Let me just try it. Just Let's see water. what happens. Right. <laughs> but because she's a Kardashian, it's like, it's whatever. Right. Yeah. But let it be anybody else. It's like, mm, we're going to drag them. Yeah. Exactly. I can't stand them. I know. Love, hate, love, hate. Because I do be following them. I know. Because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. They, Courtney and Kim. I follow them on Insta. I, I don't follow Kylie them too. Else. The only, only, because I like, there was some of the outfits that they post. Ugh, Kylie's so boring to me. And I think now she's, I think before she had Stormy. Yeah. She like spiced it up. But now she's like, she's a mom now. She got mom outfits. <laughs> she a cool mom. <laughs> not a regular mom. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like the only reason why. And Courtney, Courtney's just my favorite as far as like dressing wise out of all of them. Yeah. Kim, she just dresses for whoever she's dating, and Chloe's just yeah. like the ghetto sister. She's <laughs> 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 Chloe ain't got no style. Yeah. I I just mm. yeah. I got mixed feelings with her her dressing. I know. Anyways, anyways. Yeah. That's our little, you know. A little, our little. Tea. That's our tea on the on the sisters <laughs> and what's going on. We had to speak about that. Yeah, I had to. Yeah. I've been like trying to speak about it for somebody. <laughs> I'm like, who can I talk to about this? <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so what are we gonna get into next? Okay, so it is Women's History Month. Yes. Which I actually like sounds stupid to me, but I really didn't even know. That it was Women's History Month right after Black History Month. I feel like I never really paid attention to that. Yeah, me too. I never honestly really paid attention to it too much. I mean, I I feel like I rarely pay attention to, like, History Months unless... Yeah. Until, like, the day of, you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't really think about it till like, oh, shit, it's, like, Black History Month. Oh, right. shit, it's, like, Women's History Month. Like, the first, like, I never really pay... I'm like, oh, it's coming up. Yeah. It's, like, until exactly. it's the day of. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I, well, I actually came because my um, my boyfriend's friend, he was like, yeah, you know, it's women's history. I was like, oh, shit. Oh, okay. I like, right. Well, I was like, oh, my God. I was like, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, Angie, you know, you got the <laughs> podcast. and <laughs> You don't even know this. <laughs> but I'm like, see, it's all a lesson learned, though. Yeah. You learn along the way. Exactly. But um, so what are your what are some of your like favorite women right now that you think are on social media or just out there Mm -hmm. that you like respect you love what they're doing and they're like making you know ways in society um i think i really want to give a shout out to um lindsey people wagner she's on my list 
<laughs> she's just so amazing. I've been following her for a long time just because of her style alone. Yeah. And just like from her being an intern at Teen Vogue in the fashion closet to now being editor in chief of yeah. Teen Vogue is such a huge accomplishment. And like what a way to celebrate like Black History Month and Women's History Month. Absolutely. Like, by her being so inclusive and like diverse and bringing in new initiatives to Teen Vogue. Absolutely, I agree. Um, I think it was amazing when uh, we all saw that she got that position. Like yes. we were all rooting for her. Yes. And I like I love everything that she represents. And like you said, all the initiatives and things that she's bringing, um, you know, to the forefront mm -hmm. um, when it comes to working as a magazine. Yeah, I think like one of my favorite. Um, the the young hollywood cover mm -hmm. with um like all those like young um actors and actresses like um yalitza was on yeah. it like she looks so beautiful in in that shoot and then also someone that i really like i think her name is joey king mm -hmm. she's so gorgeous and she was in she was featured in it too and also the actress from bird box and she has a movie with sandra bullock and on netflix um she she was the movie was named dumpling what's her name i can't remember off the top of my head I'm but sure. she i just love the way that she included like um like just a collection not a collection but she just collect like she just included so many people of different like backgrounds yeah like you know indigenous and like and also not just race but like and color but also like shapes and sizes like mm -hmm. it's it's just so powerful what she's doing at Teen Vogue yeah for me um someone that I've been watching for a while um is Scotty Beam oh yeah um, I know you love Scotty I Beam. like I love <laughs> I really love her um ever I think it's like what attracted me to her because I just in a weird like I loved her voice when she was on Hot 97 mm -hmm. and then she left and she has the black girl podcast and I, ju I just love everything that she has to say. I love how hard she goes for, like, black women in specific, especially when it comes to black women in media. Mm -hmm. And, like, for Black History Month, I honestly, I saved every single fucking shirt that she, um, that she wore. So at the end of January, I remember she put up a post in her stories. She was just like, you know, all... Um, black owned businesses like that have clothing reach out to me so every day in february she wore a shirt that was that was from a black owned clothing line that's amazing every like every month women men like it, it just it didn't matter and i think yeah. i saved like every single one of them because i'm like i want them yeah and i think that was such a great um i think that was such a great initiative to, to even do that because a lot of people don't do that. Right, right. Um, they just talk about it, but exactly. she's actually, you know, she walked the walk. Right. And I, ju and I just love how open she is when it comes to, um, like, mental health. Like, I'll, I'll never forget. Um, I think she had an episode. It was in December. It was on the Black Girl Podcast. Mm -hmm. And it was, like, the end of the episode. And I remember she, like, broke down mm. and she was just saying she was basically like going through like a tough time or whatever like we all realistically do working working in new york in general yeah and she was saying you know it's really hard like i know long like long story short basically saying like i know that i'm 
you know, making strides and like I'm doing like all of these positive things, but in my head I feel like I'm doing nothing. Mm. And I like I felt that. Yeah. I like really especially being like us being a creative in New York. Yeah. I mean I just like being really like young that. in New York and right. trying to, you know, figure out your way, like whether you're in the creative industry or not, you know, you're what whatever it is that you're working in the field that you're working, like that's like such a powerful statement that you can relate to it's like you feel like you're working so hard but you internally are feeling that you're getting nothing back right and i think of course like that's like when like you think about things like money and it's mm-hmm. like i'm not i'm not where i'm supposed to be mm-hmm. and i just i respected her so much because like I, I just loved how open she was with it and then you know now she's on um what is it? State of the culture with mm. uh, Joe Budden, Remy yeah. Ma, and I, I forget the, the other guy's name. Um, but like I, I'm like Team Scotty. Like I, yeah, I, I, I love dope. her. I know you went to go see her, right? She had like a yeah, like a book. It was her book release or something. No, or some um, it was Jade that works at Sony. Yeah, she had an event. Um, the cultural collab. Yes. Okay, I remember and that. And so Scotty was uh, the guest speaker. And that's when I, like, really, like, I was like, yo, if I, like, fuck like with I Scotty fuck with 100%. Her, yeah. Like, I love her. That's dope. And um, she has and a just, great like, she's young. And, yeah. And it's just, like, it's, I, it's just so important to have um, people like that that are, like, in, like, you know, society that are, like, young, that, like, look like us. Mm-hmm that are doing these things that we can relate to. Yeah, absolutely. I think like that's like the really like important thing. Yeah. But, you know, even for us. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think someone else that I want to shout out is, um, I listened to this podcast called Latino USA mm-hmm. and it's um, by Maria Hinojosa. She's a reporter, journalist. I love that podcast. I yeah. think it br- it's almost like uh, this American life, but for Latinos and, and like, and they just interview so many people, like authors, like singers. They just interview so many people making, um, like, an impact in the in the culture of yeah. Latinos. And and I think she's just such an amazing interviewer. She's so dope. I love all her stories. She interviewed um, Alexandria Ocasio. Like, oh, wow. yeah, it's like her stories are amazing. And then I also like that they implement like other people interviewing and like they get to um, do a little episode on their stories too. And it's always something that I can relate to, like either whether it was like growing up or whether it was like my friends or, you know, what I'm going through right now or a story of my fr- like it's always relatable every single time yeah so that like definitely maria Hinojosa is someone that i truly admire as a reporter and journalist and woman you know yeah Yeah, always always speaking about the culture that's dope yeah i'm trying to think who else one uh, you know one person um i feel i've mentioned you to you oh i feel like i can't even fucking talk (laughs) um amanda london girl nyc Oh, she yes. was at, um, <laughs> remember, we were upstairs, and I was <laughs> like, let's see, I was like, she's downstairs, she's right there, she's right there. Um, I I love her. Um, Lisa was actually the one that uh, first put me on to her, and I just love how passionate she is mm-hmm. when it comes to the fashion industry. That is, like, very rare. Yeah. Um, she is someone who does not get enough credit. Mm. There, w- I can't remember who it was, but if I'm not mistaken, there was literally like a designer that um, literally made a whole collection based off of her style. Wow! And she got no credit. Damn. 
Um, there is uh, a fashion chief editor who would literally um, take her pictures, cut off her head, and say, where can I find these outfits? That's crazy. Yes. And it's like things, it's things like that. And it's, it's really sad because it's uh, most of the time it's, it's your own people doing it to you. Yeah. And I just, I love how like humble she is, you know, how just intelligent and like a part of the culture she is. I respect her so much. Mm-hmm. And I, I re- she's, I think she's getting up there now. Like people are realizing like, you know, the importance of what she's contributed to the fashion industry. And I like I I wish her the best. Like I, I I love her. I've been following her for such. Her style is so fucking dope. Yeah. Like so You've dope. Me, yeah. Pictures like I I love her. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's someone that I I feel like just doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Which is like really unfortunate because I had this conversation as well. Like that's the thing with um social media is like your shit could get stolen. Absolutely, because it's out there, you know, for everybody to see and people to screen shot you know screenshot these like pictures and save them now into your little folders right and you know it's a free-for-all right so and i think that's like it's it's so unfortunate but i definitely think she's now getting the recognition because we know we know where this stuff is coming from yeah um yeah so she's like yeah those those are my three the lens the both Lindsay, scotty and amanda yeah I also want to, I was thinking about this on my way here because I was on Instagram and uh, like uh, a sponsored post was on my feed and it was about Envision Fest. And so I definitely want to give a shout out to Sharifa and the Envision Fest um, women like Giselle and Hillary and Lucia, like everyone there because that there was it was a video i don't know if you got the chance to see it i did of the little girl and they yeah. were all writing on the mirror of like how strong she is and how powerful she is how beautiful she is how like important and loved and like she just is yeah. and then at the end like you know you see all the women of envision like ambassadors and hillary was on the in the forefront like that's just so amazing to me and and i love i love seeing that so yeah. definitely like sharifa is out there and all the ladies of Envision, they're they're killing it. Yeah, absolutely. That was a, that was a great way to like seg- a segue into uh, Women's History Month. Like absolutely. That was a, that was a beautiful video that they did. It was a dope idea. Yeah, and I sure. can't wait to see what they do next. And I can't wait to see, or I can't wait y'all for y'all to see what I we're know. gonna do next. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> we're gonna be in there. <laughs> um. Okay, so I definitely also segueing like from Black History Month into Women's History Month. What a way to enter Women's History Month and end Black History, not end, but like just like that groundbreaking moment of Solange Knowles dropping at midnight her album. So this is okay. So this is my take on it. Um, I'm okay. So her album, I didn't. I didn't love it the way that I loved A Seat at the Table. I loved A Seat at the Table. But what I loved so much, and I respected the amount of thought and like craft that she put into this album and mm-hmm. just the amount of things that I felt like I learned from this album. Yeah, like, I learned so much from this album. Like all her interludes, her intermissions, yes. like the, the samples, like there's so much history in her album. Like, I mean, it's it. I guess a seat at the table was, you know, very black 
empowered. You know, it was like honoring and, you know, uplifting the black community and black women, black men. Right. Absolutely. And like, you know, she kind of transitioned into coming into Women's History Month as an album that was an ode to the women before her. Right. You know, black women before her. Yeah. So there's so much history in this album that I like have to. You have to like read. It's like a book. Like you kind of have to like reread it to get every little bit of thing. Like, okay, this may sound so stupid. I had no idea. Tell me, because <laughs> I probably didn't know either. I googled it earlier. <laughs> I had no idea that Felicia Rashad and Debbie Allen were sisters. Okay, no, neither did I. I was like, huh? Because I was like, I was researching this because so I uh, I know that um, a lot of the songs on the album, like the name, is like either like a street that she grew up on, or um, S. McGregor is the street that um, the street or like the town that Debbie Allen and Felicia Rashad that they grew up in so that song was like named after okay. like them and then they were reciting um, um, an excerpt from a poem that their mom had wrote yes I was like reading this I was like wait wait a minute rewind yeah hit Expedia I mean not Expedia Wikipedia <laughs> 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 I like had no idea that they were even related no I didn't I didn't know either okay I was like okay I don't feel stupid no I don't worry I had no idea I had no idea. I was like, wait a second. I was like like, literally writing. Did you guys like, did you guys know this? Did you guys know this? I'm like, I feel like I never see them together enough for me to like even think that. Right. Yeah. But no, this album was. I See, I I love this album. I mean, it's so different from A Seat at the Table. Yes. Um, So I can't even compare them. I mean, I, I love The Seat at the Table. Don't get me wrong. Like that album was just incredible and so powerful. Um. And when I get home, I mean, I can't, I can't honestly like think of an, of a record on that, on that album that I'm like, oh, you know, this one's cool. Like, I yeah. think I loved every, every single record. I think for me, um, with this album, I think she, she took such, um, a risk with this body of work. Mm-hmm. And I think it was, I think it was honestly, it was amazing. I think the difference with a seat at the table, I guess it was more, um, it was more relatable, whereas like this one was a little bit different because she also paid like homage to like where she grew up and mm-hmm. like things like that. So not that it wasn't relatable. It was just like, I guess I related more to yeah. a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. I can understand that. But that's not to say that this wasn't yeah. like an incredible body of work because yeah. I, I truly appreciate how much time and effort and I know and how much just, knowledge she really dropped on us. Exactly. And she's just such an amazing visual artist too oh because the visuals to, I mean, the visuals to the album and the photographs, like the team that she works with is just incredible and it's like, I love it. I, I love the way she was like entered, like she started the album too with things I imagined. Yes. I thought that was, it's so peaceful to me. And I think that was a great way to open the yeah, album. Yeah. The way she opened it was so, um, was so good. And I also really liked, uh, st- I like Stay Flow. Is yeah. it Stay Flow? Yeah. I love that song. Like, <laughs> I think I listened to that song like a billion times already. I've been listening to Solange since it dropped. No, it's, it's definitely, um, it's definitely a dope album. It's it's something that you can't listen to once because you're not gonna you're not gonna get it. Yeah. Because I know the first time I listened to it, I was like, okay, I'm like I'm kind of lost. I'm like I feel like I gotta listen to it again to really appreciate it mm-hmm. and to really like understand what she was. It honestly took me maybe like three times mm-hmm. 
to really like okay now i can break this shit apart yeah. and now i can like really like get into like everything she's talking about in every song yeah but it this song also i mean not song this album i loved it because i feel like it made you do your research Definitely. like i can't think of an album where i was like hold on like let me put this on pause i gotta google yes. this real quick like the whole thing about florida water yes i was like i and and then i looked up when she was at the met gala mm -hmm. and in her bag she had a bottle of florida water i was like oh my god there's so there is just such an intricate piece of work absolutely that every single thing in this album every single lyric every single hook word melody has a meaning behind it even down to like her visuals yeah which is so it's just so important and i guess you're right in in, in the sense you really can't you can't compare her last album to this because it's it's so different and you appreciate it in different aspects mm -hmm. um but the yeah she did an amazing job on this one i know and yeah it was the perfect segue into women's history month for sure yeah and she had so many great like contributors to yes. this album like cassie tyler the creator um dev hines who i'm a huge 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 fan of yeah and uh, just so many people who um i think um i think what did i read i read master p yeah was involved i'm like that's dope yeah well master p like pretty much narrated yeah at the table which i mean that was it was like a novel right <laughs> not even like, an I need album. To to i know, I, know. <laughs> I just love her so much and like her and beyonce like you can't even compare the two they're just so both incredible they're very yeah very dis they're very different but so artistic mm -hmm. and i love how they've evolved as an artist over the years yeah like it's like night and day from when they first came out to who they are now absolutely and i think that is also very important to see um when it just shows like people's growth like where they came from to where they're going and mm -hmm. who they are now yeah and i respect them so much for that and how much they contribute to the culture exactly yeah they're just i mean they're powerful women right both of them shout and out to their moms <laughs> seriously <laughs> shout out to oh Ms. my god Knowles. there was like a post that said um, she is their biggest cheerleader yes <laughs> It was like a post that said, no, no one woman should have all this power in the womb. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true, though. <laughs> like, she literally birthed, like, two icons. Right. Like, two icons in their own way. Exactly. Like, who would have known? How, like, you know, that she was raising just, like, two right. incredible, like, women that were going to make all this, you know, just she literally like probably sits back and they're like yo i can't even speak bomb, because like, for know, real like she <laughs> <laughs> like to be the mother of beyonce and solange right it's crazy like she's probably so used to it now but i'm like for the rest of us it's just like damn like you got two kids that mm -hmm. are just amazing right and really put on for their own yeah yeah no i love them I love I the know. whole family. I know, me too. <laughs> Shout out to them. I wish I was their friend. Seriously. I, I would love to be Solange's friend. Shit, I would just love to be fly on the wall. <laughs> Honestly. Like, yo, girl, can we hang out? Like, what y'all thinking about? I feel like we could be friends. We right. have things in common. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, we kind of like in the same age bracket, you know, a little yeah. bit. We can learn off of each I other. I like art too. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I like to be cultured. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real. Like, they're dope. I, lo I love them. I know. And their style, too. Solan I love Solange's style. Yeah. I, l I mean, I don't know who styles her, but. I feel, I don't know. I kind of feel like she styles herself. No, she works with, um, she worked, I know she worked with this, um, she used to be a writer, I think. She's in the fashion industry. Shiana. 
I'm not sure. Um, she she styles she's styled for Solange. Um, I really really like her style a lot, and she works with. Um, I'm gonna blank, but she works with this other guy um, who I really really like too. I can find them on Instagram, but he styles ASAP Rocky. Mm. Oh, yeah, him. and his style is amazing too. I'm, I'm I don't want to butcher his name, so I'm not even gonna you know <laughs> pretend. Sorry. Yeah, but I know I follow him on Instagram, and he's and they're like tight, Shiana and him. And um, he styles for ASAP Rocky and The Weeknd, too. They're mm. both they're both have amazing style. <laughs> I'm like those two names alone. All right, he's fly. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's fly. I'll send I'll send you him because he is fly. I know Beyonce. I listen. I love Ty, but when she got this new stylist, yeah, who is she working with now? Zarina Acres. Okay, she just fucking gets it. Like she kills it. No, yeah, sh- uh, Beyonce's style has definitely evolved from like back, she yeah. looks amazing now mm-hmm. and i love i love zarina acres a lot because i love the fact that um if you notice beyonce is not always in high-end stuff no and she pay, she wears a lot of um like people of color like their clothing lines mm-hmm. and like especially on um, african designers she does a lot of um african designers all the time mm-hmm. um but just how they're able to take pieces and like make it Beyonce. Right. It's like, it's dope. Yeah. I just, I really love it. And I love how, yeah, her style has evolved. I'm like, I love Ty. Yeah. You know, he did his due diligence for when he was with her. I mean, her red carpet looks with Ty. Yes. Impeccable. That's a fact. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like he's more of that glamorous. Yeah. Like, you know, when she had to do a red carpet event, he pushed through. Yeah, Abs- for sure. And um, yeah, Zarina, if I'm not mistaken, she does her everyday and red carpet. Oh, OK. So she's like well-rounded. Yeah. Who is the stylist that did the um, for for her last? What was her, her last album? Um, lemonade. Like, yeah. Lemonade. Was it Lemonade? Yeah. For Lemonade. Who was her stylist was for Zarina. Lemonade? Oh, it was her. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's been working with her for a while now. OK. Yeah. Because I'm um, Ty. He left. And um, he, because he started like his own cl- uh, clothing line. He had like those flannel shirts. Okay, yeah. And I remember reading an article. He was just saying like, you know, he loved he loved working with her, but he kind of wanted to make his own. Yeah, understandable. Name, right, absolutely, because he had been with her for a long time. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like he like how you kickstart your career, right? Absolutely. Like you know, you're known for being Beyonce stylist, and then you go off and you can do your own thing because you have that credibility behind you. Right. Of like producing amazing looks for someone exactly that people love yeah yeah no yeah they've definitely both um evolved just as honestly everything just well but that's honestly a part of growing up Mm -hmm. experiencing life like shit happens and i just love where they're at now and i respect them a lot yeah yeah me too um okay i know okay did you watch the oscars I was like on and off. Okay. I, I mainly watched it through Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. I, I mean, not going to lie. I only saw looks. Yeah. Because I didn't, I never watched. I'm not watched like a big award show anymore. It's not neither. the same. Yeah. They're not the same with the way we were growing up. We're like, you need to, you needed to be home by a certain time. Because we were know, all going to watch the Waskers. Waskers. Why can't I talk? <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, I, I just, uh, I, I didn't really. No. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't really watch award shows anymore either. Um, but 
I don't even really remember or know too much of who the winners are, but I know like Lady Gaga looked amazing. Yes. She looked beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, Regina King. I just, I fucking love her. I love Regina King. I love her. And she can deliver a speech. Yes. Every single time. Every single time. I feel like she should have gotten Oscar a long time ago. (laughs) Yes. But did you, did you see um, if Bale, she could talk? No, but I heard it was, it was, it was amazing. Like it was such an amazing love story. Really? I haven't watched any movies. Um, Green Book was good too. You know what's so crazy? Because I know Green Book is based on a true story. Yeah. And um, so after the Oscars, they had won. I forget what Green Book won for. But I was just um, gonna ask, what did it? What did it win for? Because I think it was Best Picture. Did you see the? Mo- you saw Green Book? I didn't finish it, okay. but I saw like I saw most of it. Okay. Um, for what it was, I thought it was a I thought it was a good movie. Yeah. But then I had saw a post where someone was saying, you know, Green Book was, even though it was based on a true story, it was told through the eyes of a white person. Mm. It wasn't told through the eyes of a black person. Yeah. And they were saying that that's why that book won. I'm uh, not book. That's why that movie won. I see. Now. I was listening. I mean, I didn't see the film and I don't know what other what category it was in. And I was curious because a lot of people was saying that it didn't deserve to win. And I just wanted to get your opinion to see, like, did you think it deserved to win? Or do you think that because the Oscars had such backlash before of the Oscars so white that they pushed for more people of color to like see, something? I don't think it deserved to win over black street uh black Klansmen. i didn't see that either i like green book was really good but the spike lee movie yeah i don't think it deserved to win over that i see what i'm gonna look up what was in that category because yeah that that was like my only thing <laughs> even spike lee threw a little bit of shade oh really when they got on the white key so he was interviewed by like these two people and they were asking him you know how did you feel about you know kind of like losing that category or whatever yeah. And um, he made this joke. He was like, because I think that the two guys were British that were like interviewing him. And he was like, are you guys from the U.S. or whatever like that? And they were like, no. So he was like, you know, I'm going to make a joke. He was like, you know, it wasn't my spot of tea. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I'm not going to lie. It was funny, though. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think they were both great movies, but I just mm-hmm. don't think it deserved to win over that. So Green Book won for Best Picture. Yeah. And it was Bohemian Rhapsody, which I, I did see. Is. It was so good. I mean, a lot of people that, that know, um, it's, it was based on the movie, que- on the movie, on the um, band Queen. Mm, okay. And I, I mean, I, there's some people that had mixed feelings because they're like true musicians. Yeah. And like, I'm just a lover of music. <laughs> like, I'm not a musician at all. So to me, that film was incredible. Right. And and his like the, his story was amazing and also i think roma was i heard about that one i don't know what that i can't think of the top of my head what that is that's the movie with yalitza um um it was a, it's a film by a um, mexican director alfonso, alfonso cuaron it's based on his childhood and um roma um the yalitza who plays um cleo um she's kind of like um i guess like uh, help mm-hmm. to a family, a wealthy family in Mexico, in this little in this town called Roma, 
And I think that was also nominated and it didn't win, although I, I know I was reading a lot that that was a favorite and thought and a lot of people thought that was going to win. But I mean, A Star is Born, I think, was on was nominated too. Star is Born was really good. Yeah, Star is Born is I'm I, star, that was like a phenomenal. Movie. I know. Yeah. Bla- OK, so it was Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, which I heard was really good. Roma, A Star is Born, and Vice. I've only s- I only saw A Star is Born, Roma, and Bohemian Rhapsody. I haven't seen any of the other ones. I mean, Black Panther was a good movie, but I don't think... Oh, and think Black Panther, I saw that. I don't yeah. think... I don't think that <laughs> deserved... I don't know. Yeah. Black Klansman was a dope movie. Really? The other ones, I don't know. I But, like, that co- that category was so good, but I just... I don't think that Green Book should have won That's that what one. I heard. I heard that it, it didn't really deserve to win. I don't... Yeah... Yeah, but a lot of, um, I mean, a lot of people were happy with the rest of the winners, I think, from what I heard. Regina I think King people were really happy this year, especially because they were people of color. Yeah, and Ram, um, and Bohemian Rhapsody, the winner was Rami Malek. I'm probably saying his last name wrong, Malek. I'm not sure. Um, he won for Best Actor. Um, great film. You should definitely watch it. It was really, really good. Um, I don't know if, you, if you're familiar with, the mu- with Queen's music. You not are. Really. If you heard, if you heard it, probably you like, would just know. Not with you saying, yeah. Yeah. If you heard, if it's um, I know that if you heard, just sing something. Music, I can't. I can't <laughs> even. <laughs> like no, I would do no <laughs> justice to to him. <laughs> like literally. And then, um, best director Alfonso Cuaron, um, writer of Roma, won for best director. Shout out to him because that was an impec- like impeccable film. You ha- that's on I Netflix, that. okay. so it's really good. But it's also in Spanish, and I know you don't like reading subtitles. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm so lazy. <laughs> but I'll watch it because you said it was good. Yeah, it was really good. Well, shit, I actually fucking I watched Veronica, so that shit was in subtitles. Veronica. Is it ver- yeah. Did I tell you? I probably told you about it. Yeah, that's that scary movie where oh, that girl yeah, got yeah. possessed. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, should I watch that? <laughs> yeah. So I'll, I'll watch it because you suggested it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, anything else that we want to talk about? Okay, okay, so I was researching um, just, like, women that, like, are important to, uh, well, of course, women of color because that's just, you know. Self-explanatory. <laughs> <laughs> but like women that we should know throughout history. Okay, yeah. Oh my God, the tell list was it. so good. Okay, so. Tell us, tell there us. There is, uh, I hope I'm not saying her name, but this is like pretty easy. LaDonna Harris. Um, she's a Native American activist. Mm-hmm. And damn, what did I do with it? Okay, so that's gone. I lost my page. <laughs> but <laughs> she was a Native American activist, um, Ella Baker. She founded the Student uh, Nonviolent Coordinating Committee in the 60s so um, that united a lot of young leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, this was another one I thought was so dope. Grace Lee Boggs, I think that's how you say it. She's the daughter of Chinese immigrants who um, she was a prominent writer and activist who did a lot of work with um, Malcolm X mm-hmm. and her husband is uh, James Boggs. So they like, obviously like, okay. I'm like, that was pretty interesting. I'm like, I've never heard of her before. Yeah. Um, and then of course you have like Angela Davis, Love. Maya Angelou. Angela Davis is uh, definitely a hero. Of oh, mine. absolutely. Yeah. And even the work that she still does, mm-hmm. you know, um, I'm trying to think who else was on the list. It was such a good list. It was from 2000. Yeah. It was from what is two or in 2018. So it was in 2017. <laughs> But it was it was like twenty um, 
like 20 it was like 22 different uh women on there and it gave you like a short like synopsis of like yeah. what they did um and i just it was very interesting because i just think it's really important to know the people before you absolutely and the founders and creators absolutely yeah movements. right just because it's just important for you to just always know you know just know things especially like for us and with yeah. the platform that we have yeah um and even like when we, you know, we do our talks in the future and I like know. we're working with people, it's just good to have like that history in the back of your head because mm-hmm. you just never know how it can influence you for the future. Absolutely. And yeah, that was, I'm going to send it to you. It was a really good like article. I was like, oh shit, like I wanted to do like more research on a lot of the women. Yeah. I mean, there's so many women before us that, you know, paved the way for, you know, why we do the things we do now, you know, who we are now. Right. And us having this platform, you know, we would have never been here if it wasn't for women before right. us, you know, making, you know, opening doors. Absolutely. And that's the thing, too, that I was just thinking. I was like, you know, it's so crazy. There's so many women of color who have paved the way to do so, like, you know, so many things. And we don't really know anything about them, never yeah. heard about them. Like, that's typically not anything that I felt that I learned in school. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, we have we have Black History Month, but it's not like to yeah. that extent where I'm learning about the women and yeah. shit, even the men, honestly. Right. And, you know, I mean, I don't know what school is like now, but I know growing up when I was in school learning about Black History Month, it was literally just dedicated to Martin Luther King. Right. Because he was nonviolent. And like Malcolm X. Not if even. That, right. I didn't even really learn that much about Malcolm X till after, like when That's I was true. older. Yeah. Like high school. Yeah. No, not even high school. Like my high school didn't really teach. Like it didn't really go into because they don't want you to like, you know, do yeah. too much research and <laughs> start, <laughs> start <laughs> like, learning the real truth. These little shits might rebel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> They're like, we can't, we can't make them too smart. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're going to keep them at arm's length. Yeah. Which so is really what it is. Yeah, I don't know what school is like now, but I'm sure, or I hope that it's more advanced than when I was going to school. Yeah, and I think that's, I think that's really the importance of it starts at home. Yeah. Um, I know, obviously, like, a, everybody, like, parents different, but you do see the importance of, like, um speaking certain things into your kids mm-hmm. so then when they go into these schools they know who they are and they ask questions and they do they start to do the research on their own yeah um i know every parent obviously doesn't know those things though yeah um but yeah. I, th- I think that's something another thing that's really important yeah oh yeah that i feel like that's it i know i think that's it okay so I know that there's something new that I was brainstorming about and I want to <laughs> bring I was like, in <laughs> <I> was like <laughs> scared <laughs> bring into the table. I know I didn't get the chance to talk to you about this, but I want to start doing like listener letters. Oh. And I want to encourage people that listen to the podcast to like write in and tell us their thoughts or maybe like suggest like Topics. Yeah, suggest topics that we can cover. You know, what do you what do you guys want to listen to? What do you guys want us to talk about? That's true. So I definitely want to encourage listener letters. I think it's important to for us to get to know, you know, the people that listen to us as much as they, you know. Absolutely. And the things that they are interested in. Thoughts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. Or like that. That's a good that's a good idea. Or even like if we put like if we brainstorm on like a topic that like we're going to record. Yeah. And we put that out there and we have people um, like send us their thoughts and we can read them. Yeah. 
we're gonna be like a real live radio show y'all <laughs> <laughs> over here at canal street market right canal street radio <laughs> I like that. I think that's a good idea, to, yeah. especially like a good way to connect with people. Yes. Okay. So guys, um, please DM us or email us. Absolutely yes. email us because we want to hear from you and you can email us at collective.shades at gmail.com. Yeah. And also obviously find us on Instagram yeah. at collective shades. Shit. Honestly, even, even email us like your critiques. Yeah. Absolutely. We want to know how to make our, p our podcast better. Right. Absolutely. So if there's any suggestions, if there's any like comments, any, anything at all, even from people that maybe already have a radio show or, you know, have been in another podcast, like we want to hear from you on how we can improve. Right. Yeah. I like that. Connect yeah. with us, y'all. Yeah. I'm so country. Y'all. <laughs> 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 All right. Thank you, guys. You just listened to another episode of Girls We Know in partnership with Listening Party. The creators of Family FM follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs> Next time. <laughs>